This is Dr. Rob Harder with the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast, making your world better. What does it take to be an effective nonprofit leader today? What are the biggest challenges? What are the biggest obstacles? How should nonprofits fundraise in an economy that is constantly changing? All of these reasons combined led me to start this show. And it's my hope that through this series, people can learn not only what it takes to be an effective nonprofit organization, but to hear from effective leaders who are successfully making a positive impact in their communities. We hope you enjoy the show as together we hear how they are making their world better. The Nonprofit Leadership Podcast is supported by First Republic Bank. You set your financial goals years ago, and now you're reaching them. You're ready to do more than you thought because you didn't come this far only to come this far. With First Republic, you get a personal banker, a consistent point of contact, who's ready to help you go the rest of the way. Learn more at firstrepublic.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. As a leader of a nonprofit, you know firsthand how important it is to have the right technology, tools, and strategies in place to achieve your mission. Well, that's where Heller Consulting comes in. Heller Consulting is a premier consulting firm that specializes in helping nonprofit organizations achieve their goals through effective technology strategy and implementation. Whether you need help with technology roadmaps, CRM strategy, Salesforce, or Microsoft implementations, Team Heller has you covered. With Heller Consulting on your side, you can trust that you'll have the support you need to make the most of your organization's technology resources. Visit teamheller.com slash NLP to learn more. Again, that's teamheller.com slash NLP to learn more. Do your investments align with your values? Well, now's the time to increase your triple bottom line to better people, profit, and the planet. Amalgamated Investment Services, a division of America's socially responsible bank, has a deep-seated commitment to affecting systemic change through investments. By specializing in triple bottom line impact, they can help navigate the common hurdles experienced by nonprofit organizations and foundations. From creating a sustainable policy statement to avoiding the all-too-prevalent greenwashing. If you would like to join them in creating a more just and sustainable world, please visit amalgamatedbank.com slash nonprofit investing. Again, that's amalgamatedbank.com slash nonprofit investing. Securities offered through Infinix Investments Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Amalgamated Investment Services is a trade name of Amalgamated Bank, Infinex and Amalgamated Bank are not affiliated. Well, I would guess that for many of you who run nonprofits, you may have received money from Walmart through a grant process. Or perhaps your local Walmart sends volunteers to your organization throughout the year to help give back and join your nonprofit in the good work you are doing. What you may be surprised to hear is exactly how much the Walmart Foundation is investing around the world through various nonprofits. Here's an example. Last year, Walmart and the Walmart Foundation gave $1.5 billion, I'll say that again, $1.5 billion in cash and in-kind donations to various organizations. Well, today's guest is Julie Gerke. She is the Vice President of Philanthropy at Walmart. And Julie will share both about their new social impact program called Spark Good, as well as the various ways Walmart seeks to come alongside nonprofits as a whole. Enjoy today's show. Well, Julie, it is so good to have you on the show today. Now, Walmart has some exciting news. They have launched a new way of giving aimed at sparking collective action and big impact in support of communities 
nationwide. Now, this started last fall, I understand, but really is still kind of considered new. And this initiative is called Spark Good. So let's start out by talking about why Walmart decided to launch this new initiative and what are you hoping to accomplish through it? Sure. First, I'm grateful for the invitation. I'm really glad to be here today. We're excited about Spark Good. It is a work in progress, but did launch this last fall with some of the first tools in it. And what we're really trying to do is connect our customers and associates to causes they care about. We know many of those are hyper-local and that I know that I, I think many people we've heard from our customers, they want to be giving back, but sometimes life is really busy. And so you show up at a food drive, you show up at a clothing drive, you plan to bring something, but forgot, how do we make it easy to pick up your phone and solve for that? You know, I intend to set up monthly donations sometimes. Um, and, you know, my intentions don't quite equal my impact. Um, all of that is very real in this modern life. And so what we really thought about is how do we use our work, both our, our stores and our web and our e-commerce platform to help people solve these problems and really connect to the issues they care about. Well, Walmart makes it very clear that their goal with their business is to create a thriving business, which in turn, they believe, creates value for society. Now, in addition to how you do business corporately, you have a foundation arm, and your foundation arm has invested millions into worthy causes. In fact, over the years, the Walmart Foundation has invested in improving and strengthening the livelihoods of all kinds of people. Here's one example. Uh, you've invested in smallholder farmers through your grantee partners in India, investing over $25 million towards this since 2018. That's fairly impressive. And additionally, I know as a local nonprofit organization, Walmart's a supporter of our two food pantries. And so I know you give to local nonprofits. Uh, you give grants. Now, when it comes to Spark Good, how does this come alongside what you're already providing and what you're already doing in the social impact space? Sure. First, we're grateful you're having a good experience in your community and we're able to support Fundamentally, this starts with Walmart's mission. So save money, live better. We think as much about the live better side as we do about the save money side. And that's not only in making sure customers get the best deal so they can reinvest in their lives, but also how do we build trust with that? We made a commitment a couple of years ago to be a regenerative company. And how we think about that is putting humanity and the environment really is central to how we do business. We want everyone to thrive and in solving social and environmental problems, we will actually build a stronger business. So it might be how we source. Think about you're buying something for, that's grown in a field. You want that to be grown in a sustainable way that really makes sure that the soil and the water in the region stays in good shape and really thrives. You want the workers to be treated with dignity and have a good life. And in that, the community they live in becomes stronger. We also believe that it can increase production and productivity and yield while decreasing inputs. All of that leads to sustainable sourced goods that will be really better for everyone. So that's the concept of regeneration. It goes beyond sustainability. Sustainability is about doing no harm. Regeneration is about making things better. And so really, that's what we're working toward through the business every day in ways that will both solve for societal problems and strengthen the business. We complement that. There are a lot of things that you can't solve just through the business. So that's where our philanthropy comes in. Things like the smallholders in India, we're investing in farmer cooperatives that strengthen their work and help them 
really have access to the best farming mechanisms so that over time they can sell into formal markets and increase their livelihoods. Walmart and India, Flipkart, which is our e-commerce business there, will buy more from smallholders, not just these, but others. We want competitors to buy and the whole ecosystem gets better. So that's our philosophy in everything we take on is we want to use the business and philanthropy to really change a system. But even with all of that, our tools are limited. And when we engage customers and associates to be part of that change, which spark good, that's really the base of it, you get even greater impact. And so we're constantly thinking about what are the assets we have and how can we use them to solve in a way that really everyone thrives. Oh, I like that. Well, okay. So practically speaking, a lot of my listeners are either executive directors, CEOs, or directors of their development, or perhaps on the board, but they're involved with a local nonprofit. How can nonprofits get involved with this? I understand they have to register. So maybe talk a little bit about the process of getting involved with Spark Good. Sure. They do have to register. And very honestly, we're working on making that easier. Right now, it's a little too cumbersome and we're working on it. But what we're trying to do is really find the right balance that's easy for the nonprofit and builds trust with the donor and they can count on the information being right. So getting that right balance is really important. Uh, we got to validate who people people are associated with the nonprofit they're claiming and those kinds of things. And so today they go to www.walmart.com slash nonprofits and they start registration there. There's a base registration they get that will allow them to request grants from Walmart, to set up a registry, those kinds of things. If they want to enroll in our um, Roundup program where customers shopping online can round up their purchase to the nearest dollar and those that donation goes to the local nonprofit, there are a couple more steps because those are paid electronically. So we got to do a piece there, but we know it's too cumbersome today and we're working with a number of nonprofits to make it simpler. No, that's good to know. And maybe we can go into each one of those. So uh, you mentioned already the, the Roundup option. So it sounds like there's three aspects to this once they uh, sign up and, and register for it. You get the Spark Good Roundup, Spark Good Registry, and the Space Request Tool. Maybe talk about each one and what the different steps are, just so it's like, say, maybe this will help it become more easy for those who are listening to this podcast. Sure. So once you're registered, you've got your account claimed. We really designed this recognizing thing and hearing from nonprofits, they, different nonprofits have different needs. And so we listen to different use cases and design different tools. And this is just the starting place. We expect to add to them um, in the months to come. But Spark Good Roundup, which is actually our newest tool, allows customers to check on as they check out on walmart.com to round up to their nearest purchase. They select the nonprofit, it shows up at checkout, they check a box, and they can see how that's going over time. We know that Roundup is one of the most frequent requests we get. Many, many nonprofits reach out saying, how can I get you to round up to the nearest dollar for us? We'll continue to do some of the campaigns we're known for, for Hunger Relief and Feeding America, for Children's Miracle Network, in which we go all in, the whole company is raising for a single organization. But in addition to those, we want to have an everyday model where people can give to where they want to. So that's Roundup. And then you've got the registry, which is really about how do nonprofits share with their donors the specific needs they have, the tangible items? We're seeing this as a trend in donors in general. They want to buy items. They want to be really tangible in their giving a number of people. This is just like a baby or a wedding registry. Same functionality allows the nonprofit to say, here are the items I need. Here are the quantities I need. 
Walmart will fulfill them when somebody purchased them on, for the nonprofit, we'll send them to the nonprofit directly. And the nonprofit even has the ability to provide charitable tax receipts through the website. And so really you can see that nonprofits were essential in the design. Hearing these things about how it all needs to work to truly make it administratively simple and take burden off of the day-to-day lives of nonprofits was essential. And we have this council of both large and nonprofits that are at the table saying, hey, if you could do this, it'd be game-changing. And so that's the way we think about these things and make sure we're designing them for the right end user. You also mentioned the space tool. This is, many people have, it might be what you think about with the Red Kettle Salvation Army fundraising in front of Walmarts at Christmas or Girl Scouts selling cookies in front of the store during during cookie season. This is how do you reserve space in front of the store? How do you say, like, I'd like to recruit volunteers and it'd be really helpful if we had that space. This is a digital scheduling tool. We've allowed space in front of the stores to be used by nonprofits for a long time. But this allows it all to be digital. You can see the calendar. You can request the space. You can communicate with the local leadership to organize what you need and make that happen. So those tools complement kind of the fourth thing I'd highlight, which is smart good grants. This is something we've done for a long time. We make grants through our stores and clubs to support local nonprofits. Um, It's over $40 million a year, and that's now part of the Spark Good program. And so when you register, you have access to all of this. I will say Spark Good uh, grants are a highly competitive program. We get over 100,000 applications a year. So that's um, a lot. Uh It's a huge number. And part of why we're excited about Spark Good is because it allows us to offer tools to support even organizations that may not be funded. We'll be right back. The Nonprofit Leadership Podcast is supported by First Republic Bank. You set your financial goals years ago, and now you're reaching them. You're ready to do more than you thought because you didn't come this far only to come this far. With First Republic, you get a personal banker, a consistent point of contact who's ready to help you go the rest of the way. Learn more at firstrepublic.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. As a leader of a nonprofit, you know firsthand how important it is to have the right technology, tools, and strategies in place to achieve your mission. Well, that's where Heller Consulting comes in. Heller Consulting is a premier consulting firm that specializes in helping nonprofit organizations achieve their goals through effective technology strategy and implementation. Whether you need help with technology roadmaps, CRM strategy, Salesforce, or Microsoft implementations, Team Heller has you covered. With Heller Consulting on your side, you can trust that you'll have the support you need to make the most of your organization's technology resources. Visit teamheller.com slash NLP to learn more. Again, that's teamheller.com slash NLP to learn more. Do your investments align with your values? Well, now's the time to increase your triple bottom line to better people, profit, and the planet. Amalgamated Investment Services, a division of America's socially responsible bank, has a deep-seated commitment to affecting systemic change through investments. By specializing in triple bottom line impact, they can help navigate the common hurdles experienced by nonprofit organizations and foundations. From creating a sustainable policy statement to avoiding the all-too-prevalent greenwashing. If you would like to join them in creating a more just and sustainable world, please visit amalgamatedbank.com slash nonprofit investing. Again, that's amalgamatedbank.com slash nonprofit investing. Securities offered through Infinix Investments Incorporated, 
member FINRA and SIPC. Amalgamated Investment Services is a trade name of Amalgamated Bank. Infinex and Amalgamated Bank are not affiliated. Well, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, I wanted to make sure you're aware of a whole group of other episodes with fascinating guests that I previously interviewed. Just go to our website, nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. There you will find numerous interviews of nonprofit leaders from all over the country, including some from other countries, all trying to make their world better. And when you go to our website, you can also subscribe to my monthly leadership update in order to get more content, ask me questions, and join the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast community. Just look for the subscribe button, which is on the top right-hand side. It's a real easy process. Well, thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. That makes sense. Okay, that's good to know. So those who have applied for and received grants from Walmart, uh, sounds like now that'll be integrated into the Spark Good program with the grants process. Is that correct? It is. Um, Alongside all of this, we're looking for ways to kind of surprise and delight donors and nonprofits along the way. So for instance, over the holidays, we ran a matching campaign where if you were rounding up to your favorite charity, we were matching those donations. We fulfilled registries. So the customers who are donating aren't giving alone. We want to give alongside them and we're learning ways that will really get them excited with us. No, it's good to know. And in, uh, in addition to that, um, not only are you providing funding through these grants and now Spark Good, of course, but you've also mentioned this a bit, and, and maybe you can talk a bit more about this. You're helping nonprofits connect with customers on volunteer and giving opportunities. And I think it's always good news for nonprofits that a corporation like Walmart, who's so involved in the community, really is connecting customers then to their nonprofit, again, through a volunteer opportunity or even future giving opportunities on top of what Walmart cor- corporate provides. Talk about how you help customers get connected, say, to nonprofit causes. Sure. So when they go to the SparkGood site, they're able to search either by the name of the organization, if they already know they have one they like and are looking for. They get, If they haven't registered, they can invite them to join the SparkGood platform. But also, if they aren't coming looking for a specific one, they can search by zip code and find people who are close to them to really give back where they you know, and and frankly, sometimes you've moved away from home and you can really connect to the community you care about. No, I like that. Good to know. Okay. As you think about all that Walmart has invested over the years, when it comes to investing in the nonprofit sector, what have been some of the most rewarding aspects of this, first of all? But also I was curious, what has been some of the biggest surprises of investing in the nonprofit sector? Sure. I'll start with rewarding. I mean, there's a lot of things that are rewarding about working in philanthropy. For us, it's really the true north is impact and really seeing that both big and small. Sometimes it's an individual. So for instance, in the early days of Spark Good, we got an email from one of our early donors who actually had received a bike as a child through kind of a donation campaign and had used a registry to fulfill a bike. And it was a really touching experience for her because she was able to really have that experience of fulfilling what she knew was so impactful to children um, from her own personal experience. So there are moments like that of individual place or, you know, that's super local, local Arkansas, uh, local U.S. community to meeting with a female smallholder farmer in India who through the grants was starting to grow mushrooms for the local market um, and restaurants that needed them. And she proudly showed me her mushroom house and what she was growing and just talked about how she was her life was transformed because she was able to offer this specialty good at a higher price. 
but we're also trying to change systems. For instance, one of the things we work on is economic mobility for frontline employees um, across employers, not just at Walmart. And one of the things we've been working on there is about how to take away degree requirements that really aren't necessary for jobs so that if you've gained skills on the job and are moving up, you aren't kind of unnecessarily kept from the next job because suddenly a four-year degree is required when it doesn't actually have correlation with the job success. We're seeing those decrease across many employers, and that's something for a long time. So it's exciting to see a movement and a system start to change too. So it's really both and that's rewarding. On the surprise side, and I don't know that necessarily a surprise, but I'm continually on a journey to learn how to be a thoughtful funder. And I think we spend a lot of time thinking about how we thoughtfully walk alongside communities and nonprofits to learn what works. How do we listen? How do we build trust? And we know these dynamics are difficult. They're probably more difficult at a large funder, at a large company. But I know we can't have impact if we aren't listening and really figuring out, creating a space where people can tell us we're wrong. We're thinking about, we do that some relationships better than others. You know, our large grantees, we often talk to at length about this work. Um, in SparkGood, we're thinking about how we listen to thousands. That starts with things like our nonprofit council, but we know we'll only be successful together. And that's really difficult. Intention is really important, but we've got to spend time every day making sure we're listening and learning together. Uh, that's a good segue into, as I think about the future philanthropy, I've had multiple people uh, like uh, you that represent a large corporation. We've had Amazon, Google, Walmart here. Do you believe more corporations should get involved in the nonprofit sector through their foundations or social impact arms, if you will? And if so, what is the best role for corporations when it comes to coming alongside nonprofits on one hand, but at the same time, of course, Walmart is still a business, right? And so talk about that maybe. How does that balance work out? What's your message, I guess, to other nonprofits that maybe feel like, wow, we can't compete with Walmart. They're so large. They're doing so many good things. Maybe they should do more, right? Maybe they should do even more in the social impact space. Maybe you could talk about that, that balance between, again, the corporations that have a social impact arm and nonprofit sector as a whole trying to do these great causes around the world. I think there is a real change going on in corporate philanthropy. There's a lot that's been done by corporate giving in the past. You know, classic access to museums and arts and various things. I think more and more what you're seeing companies do are not dissimilar from Walmart. How do we pair our expertise and assets, starting with how we operate every day as a business to solve social and environmental problems, and then extend that impact with our giving? We see that that is a much more transformative approach. Philanthropy, as big as it is, and you know, we're really proud that last year ours was over $1.5 billion, it's still a limited pie. And when you figure out how to solve this in sustainable ways using the business, that actually grows the pie. And you only do that when you're leaning into your strengths as a company. And so you, know, you mentioned hunger relief. As the world's largest grocer, we can be a leader in hunger relief. We can sustainably donate from our stores last year, that was over 600 million pounds of food we donated from stores around the country. And That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's even more amazing. Over 66% was fresh items, um, fruit, vegetables, protein. So it's really high quality donation. 
we can do that through the business and then complement by funding food pantries and food bank capacity, really making sure that the whole system works. So that's the kind of thing that when you put them together, corporations can be more powerful. So no matter how big or small you are, if you start with your assets and think about how you use those in ways that are good for the company, good for the environment, good for society, we believe you can really do more and have greater impact as a business. Yeah, no, well said. And again, I'll speak on behalf of a, a organization that has two nonprofits and we've received food uh, from Walmart for years now. And you're right. It's amazing how much Walmart can do just for the in-kind donations, in addition to the grants and the financial donations you're mentioning. And maybe that's a good question to ask, you know, we're for people that are listening, what would you and I'm asking now, maybe on behalf of all of Walmart, you know, you're the part of the social arm, of course, but what do you want people to know about Walmart? What's the heart of Walmart and what they're really trying to accomplish? And what would you wish more people knew about you? Sure. I mean, I think what we've been talking about is a deep part of Walmart's culture. It is giving back these local grants have existed as far back as I can find in the history. Okay. And so this commitment is enduring. It it changes form and it changes, you know, tools like Spark Good are probably things we couldn't have imagined 20 years ago. But that spirit and purpose that is deeply rooted in the 5,000 communities around the country that we serve is a deep and real part of the culture. So I think the other piece is, you know, Spark Good's just getting started. I think we are, we have a number of ideas about how it can grow, about additional tools we can add. So we're excited to build this community. Um, to learn alongside the nonprofits and really prioritize their needs and also hear from donors how they want to su support their community that we may be able to help. Oh, that's great. And last thing would be, from your perspective, what do you feel like are some of still the most unmet needs that Walmart is seeking to accomplish and or impact through its various donations and work with nonprofits worldwide? Sure. I'd mention two things. The first is really how... Do we make sure that these tools are serving some of the smallest and most vulnerable nonprofits? Um, how are we reaching into uh, underserved communities, rural, a number of places that often don't get as much funding? How are we building these tools with those in mind and really making sure that's there? Another thing we're thinking a lot about is how do we connect people to volunteers? Really, we know a lot of people want to volunteer in their community as much as organizations often need them. It's hard to make those connections. And we're thinking about what role we might play. Oh, I like that. Again, as a nonprofit leader, I'm like, yes, always trying to encourage get to um, corporations to get volunteers involved uh, in the community. I love it. Okay. So if people are listening to this and they want to get to know a little bit more about you or get to know more about Spark Good, uh, where again can they go to find out that information? Sure. Thanks for that question. So for Spark Good, you can go to walmart.com slash nonprofits or to walmart.org. Those are both places we're sharing a lot of information about what we do. And the walmart.com slash nonprofits is where you sign up. Um, if you want to learn more about me, you can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm sharing a lot about our work and a lot of the good work that uh, nonprofits in our ecosystem are doing on that page. So I'd love to stay in touch. Well, excellent. Well, again, Julie, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show and share a bit about what Walmart is doing around the world. Uh, and it's really impressive. And I encourage my listeners to check it out and then certainly check out Spark Good, particularly if you've never applied for a grant from Walmart and you have a local nonprofit making a difference. Walmart, I'm sure, would at least want to consider your grant request. As you mentioned, it's pretty competitive, uh, but 
pitch, pitch your biggest uh, ask to Walmart and see if they would uh, get behind what you're doing. So encourage you to check it out. And again, Julie, thanks for sharing your insights today. Thanks so much for having me. Hey friends, well, I wanted you to know that this podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to other podcasts. I also want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. This will actually help us get this great content out to more nonprofit leaders just like you. You can also join the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast community, find other resources and interviews of past guests all on my website, nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. Well, thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep making your world better.